Hey guys, it's Dave Chang here, host of The Dave Chang Show. You might hear me on with Chris Yang, Noel Cornelio, and a host of other guests. We've been on air for quite some time now, and it's changed over the years. But one of the things we always try to talk about is what's delicious, how to be a better eater. And you might hear me rambling incoherently, contradicting myself every five minutes. We talk about some sports and culture and all kinds of other things, too. I think we're the, the most expert opinions you'll ever hear about anything. Check us out if you haven't before on the Ringer Podcast Network. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. and welcome to another meeting of Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Ying. Today, we're opening a mysterious box of white powder and diving straight in. No rules, no safe words, just me, Brian Ford, Rachel Kong, and Betty Crocker mixing it up with one of the world's preeminent convenience foods. Cake mix has been around since at least the 1930s, an invention of a man named John P. Duff of P. Duff and Sons in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Once the Duff Man broke the seal on cake mixes, however, many others joined the party. Betty Crocker, a fictional character, started hawking her own mix in 1947. Duncan Hines, a real human, joined shortly after. And Pillsbury, a dough boy, introduced chocolate cake mix in 1948. Cake mix is all about convenience, and this week's listener-submitted recipe is no exception. Ashley McRory sent in a four-ingredient, two-step recipe for dump cake with our own David Chang in mind. Ashley experienced this elegant confection for the first time herself at a dessert potluck. Among the 500 or so desserts on offer at the potluck, she gravitated toward this one, a blend of cobbler, cake, and supreme laziness. I caught up with Ashley, who works as an accountant and had to get special permission to speak to me during tax season, to ask her for a few tips before our wedgies embark on their own maiden dumps. She says that while she loves this recipe, her version has never been quite as good as the original. She's been chasing the dragon for years and is hoping we can help her get closer to that original dumpy deliciousness. 
After we hear from Ashley, we've got a brand new flavor combo for you. The fresh baked aroma of Brian Ford and the eggy richness of Rachel Kong will combine for their first ever recipe club appearance together. Stick around to see whether the three of us were able to solve Ashley's dump cake conundrum. Don't forget to send your own recipes into the fixer at majordomomedia.com for a chance to be featured in a future episode of Recipe Club. Find this week's recipe on the Major Domo Media Discord server and in our newsletter and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You asked for video and we gave it to you. Have you seriously not subscribed yet? Come on. Tell us who you are and what recipe you have sent in to us here. Sure. My name is Ashley. I sent a dump cake recipe, which I discovered for the first time a couple years ago. So, Ashley, to the uninitiated, what is what is a dump cake? Roughly, what the recipe is, is you just dump everything in. So you dump frozen or I guess fresh. Uh, the recipe I got called for frozen. Mixed berries into the uh, 9 by 13 pan. You take dry cake mix and you just dump mm-hmm. it all over the top. A lot of dumping. A lot of dumping. And then you just layer cold butter on top of it. And the butter, I guess, melts as you cook and creates this kind of crunchy topping on top of uh, the berries. And it's just a quick, easy cobbler kind of thing. All right. So this this obviously this recipe appeals to us because it's like, oh, my God, it's so simple. Just dumping three things into the thing. So I guess we we try we'll try to mess around with some different ways of, of making it work. Were there things that you thought that first one achieved that you haven't been able to recreate? Is there something specifically about it that you want us to try to 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 achieve? I was able to achieve uh, the the top part fairly well. It's the the fruit underneath. It's just you don't want it to be too watery, I guess. Um, and maybe it's because I used the frozen. I wasn't sure if it's I'm not adding enough cornstarch to thicken it up. That's the main thing is just wanting a almost a pie-like kind of consistency for the fruit portion of it. I, I don't know if it helps also. I, I talked to some people recently about this, and apparently it was a really popular recipe back in the 70s. So it's ma- hopefully making a comeback. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's got a it's got a it's got a 70s vibe to it. I, I should ask you then also, like, have you have other people do you have any advice for Brian or Rachel or myself, like going into this thing, assuming Brian hasn't made his his yet? I can text him right now. Oh, yeah. Anything to look out for here? Don't try melting the butter. I thought that was the key that, that made it much worse. <laughs> it's got to <laughs> be cold butter on the, top. What happened when you melted the butter? It turned like gooey instead of like oh. crunching up. And maybe again, I just didn't do it right. Uh, but... <laughs> That was that was where I was like, okay, that didn't work. We're definitely okay. not that. <laughs> don't, don't melt the butter. Okay. Well, last question for me. It seems that you have called us from an office setting. Are you are you at work talking to Recipe Club? I am. I did get it approved with my boss that this would be a okay. Uh, she made um, copious amounts of fun of me for wanting what? to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's. She, I, I, she she's just a delight. She was just like, of course, you listen to a podcast that's all about making perfect recipes. And I guess not perfect, but 
<laughs> Far from perfect. Far from perfect. What do you what do you what do you do, Ashley? I uh I'm an accountant. I prepare people's taxes. So this is a welcome break. This is a welcome break for you here at the the roughest time of the year. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I was shocked uh, she said yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley, for sending this in. I think that Brian, Ford, uh, and Rachel will definitely try to try to achieve the more pie-like interior of this thing. We'll let you know how it goes. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing it. I'm really excited. And I, I, Brian and Rachel, two of my faves. I'm so excited. I know. They're in there. I'm sure Dave is going to end up making this thing, too. I know he will. It's just it's too easy for him to avoid. <laughs> Hi. Have I was just looking I was just looking back through season 1 to try to remember if the three of us had ever done this particular configuration of the Voltron. Have you have have Brian Ford and Rachel Kong done a standalone Negative. episode? I don't, no, I don't right? think so. Probably? I just I I think in the draft I, not the draft the um the finale last the season. The party. The potluck. The potluck, potluck party. <laughs> Which yeah. I I believe I emerged victorious, right? You did emerge victorious. So, you know, God, just Rachel, you the know audience saying? Like, winner. Good lord, with the, uh, with the just let you <laughs> kick right. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here we are. We meet again. It's a it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to see you. Indeed. And and we're back. We're back on that cake tip too. We are back on a, on on a on a oh, cake yeah. tip on a quote unquote <laughs> cake. Oh He's putting God. the quotation marks around cake. I can already see where this is going. Uh, that's right. Assumptions. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you were open minded going into this recipe. Uh, Brian Ford, Rachel Kong are here this season. As a reminder, we're we're taking listener submitted recipes. So far, we've uh, followed the breakfast sausage trail to to the northern part of England. We took pilaf over to the Central Asian Middle East. And here we are with Brian Ford's first drafted subject for cake mix. Rachel Kong is here with us. This is a uh, Chang's, Chang's Away. Chang's Away, the Wedgies Will Play episode, guys. Yeah. So I let's like try that. to uh, change, the, change the whole dynamic of this show. So comes <laughs> Although this recipe specifically calls out Dave Chang and says this is a recipe he might like. I know. I saw so, that. So but, a little you know. bit. They might be disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he would have never, you know, maybe, maybe it's for we'll the better. We'll speculate. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's for the best. <laughs> you, you guys will understand soon enough why this is a Dave Chang directed recipe. Uh, it has uh, like, fewer than, <laughs> you can count as many steps and ingredients as it has on half of your hand. Um, but when you do a, when you do a sort of a generic search for cake mix recipes, and we're talking about boxed cake mixes here, even though Brian did uh, send out an entreaty for people to make their own cake mixes. Most people sent in a cake mix recipe for things out of the Duncan Hines box or the uh, Betty Crocker box. When you search online, you get 800 million plus results for cake mix recipes, which uh, our, one of our producers, Jordan, was laughing about because he's like, why does so many people need an easier way to use cake mix? Yeah, than isn't, isn't the recipe on the back of the box? Like, <laughs> well, why, are they all why easier? Are yeah. Yeah, that's true, Rachel. I don't know if they're all easier, but there's something strange about like that many people wanting another way to use this like convenience right, food. Right, right. Well, have you guys heard that? Like, I don't know. It's like, I think apocryphal, but that story that, you know, they couldn't really get cake mix to sell until 
someone had the idea to add an egg, like make sure there was an extra step so that mm. like the housewives, the 50s housewives would feel like they were at least doing something. I think that's actually not true. Like Whoa. it's not a true thing. But I, you know, <laughs> I, I think people are, there's like, you kind of don't want things to be too easy. Like you want to right. feel like, oh, I made like little Jimmy's birthday cake and I did something special. Yeah, you added that egg. <laughs> I added that egg. <laughs> Poor, poor, poor little Jimmy. Poor little Jimmy. <laughs> His parents just pretending he's, they're putting effort in. No, I, I, I feel that because you could probably, I know nothing about cake mix, but I assume food science is at a place where like, you don't have to add the egg. You don't have oh, to. Like, no. You could probably just like throw some water in there or not you even. Could, just, you could just bake it with butter and frozen <laughs> fruit. Apple sauce and yeah. Oh my Apples. God. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think we, we prove, we prove here just that that's saliva. the case. some saliva. But <laughs> just a spit cake. We got a dump cake and a spit cake. <laughs> That's Wait, so absolutely disgusting. I want to I wanna, let's 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 stay on like the convenience food topic for a second because I think there's again I'm not assuming anything. I'm not assuming you know Rachel or Brian either or, or, or myself. Even though I already know where I stand on on cake mixes, at ready to go out of the box. Just add spit cake mixes. But like <laughs> just add spit. That's the new branded product. <laughs> Recipe Club cake mix. Just it's llama, llama brand cake mix. Just I have a friend spit. who, you know, like emergency packets, um, he will, instead of putting water, you know, pouring them into water, he will pour the water into the packet itself. And Wait, then oh, like... What, what kind of packet? <laughs> like the like vitamin emergency, C. the vitamin yeah. C. Oh, emergency. Yeah, you gotta see. You gotta... You gotta emergency. C. Yeah. You gotta... You gotta you just See? said emergency packets, like <laughs> yeah. first aid kit or something. Like, <laughs> no, it's like you know those little powdery yeah, packets. Yeah, yeah, He'll yep, just yep. pour the water in oh. there and then pour that into his mouth. So I feel like this cake mix, you could just pour into your mouth. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Every bite is a cake, right? Just like whatever spit you have in your mouth. <laughs> Guys, we're grossing out the listeners here, man. <laughs> what listeners? They're all gone. This is over. We killed it already. Five episode run. Convenience <laughs> foods, though. Let's let, let's let's put take take cake mix off the table. Are you guys just firmly opposed to convenience mixes? Are there certain ones you like? Are you a full on embracer of the convenience food pre made pre mix? Uh, sauces and packets and things like that i can think of a couple i love but what about like, you guys like mccormick's gravy let me tell yeah, like you man. Oh. chill out dude you already know i'm, I'm whipping that up I, mean, look, <laughs> I like the reason i like the reason i like convenience packets is not for the craftsmanship involved or any kind of artisanal you can get the essence of what you are looking for from these mixes like mm -hmm. You know, if you're having dinner and you need gravy, you can get the essence of what gravy should taste like with a McCormick gravy packet. It's it's actually quite tasty. And, you know, look, you can make your own gravies from scratch and take uh, render fat and do all this kind of thing. It might be marginally better than McCormick's. You know what I mean? It might even be worse. <laughs> that's the same. You know? like, depending on how good you are cooking. And that's the whole basis of this, right? Like it probably might probably will be worse than the packet like yeah so i'm 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 a i'm a proponent of it but not not in the way where like you know if i was trying to you know had some people over for dinner and you know i wanted to make them a nice meal i might make the gravy my actually you know i might just use them i don't know i don't know it just depends on the day it depends on where i'm at in my life you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> this morning it sounds like it's a McCormick gravy day for, for Brian Ford. You already know I'm always trying to get brand deals, man. Like, you know, pull up. <laughs> Let them pull up. <laughs> but like cake mix, Brian. Do you use yeah. cake 
Max. So you asked the big question. I highly doubt this. You going straight, you going straight to the, listen, I, um, I am a believer that cake mix, I grew up on cake mix. So there's that, right? I grew up, I grew up eating sliced bread from the store too. So I don't have like a, you know, I didn't Mm. grow up on, on some farm eating organic, fresh made everything. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on food stamps and we ate what was, what we got at Walmart, whatever. And so it tastes good to me. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't not taste good. I can't say yeah. that a box cake mix when you, when you actually follow the two directions <laughs> uh, and then you put the, and then you put the pre-made icing on it. So, you, yeah. you know, you know, in the store, you got the mix and then yeah. you got the pre-made yeah. icing. You could pick and choose. You could do the yellow cake with the vanilla. You could do, you know, it's like a whole, it's like a video game, man. You pick in different <laughs> levels and putting them together. Um, I think it, it, they're quite tasty. My mom used to make the, the chocolate Duncan Hines and, I haven't, I have not made a box cake mix in like probably 10 years or something before this one, but it's not because I, it's just, I don't really eat cake. I don't, I don't, I'm just like, I don't really think about cake. I don't make cake. So yep. I, I just like, you know, but, but it's, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good mixture. I, I would recommend it to someone who doesn't know how to make a cake from scratch. Like, yo, get the, get the box, mix it up. And I think it tastes good. If, if, and when, if, and when the Brian Ford box cake mix comes out though, because oh. this is, this is an inevitability. Oh. This is inevitable. Dude, I, I already got the bread mixes in the works. I'll kind of, you know what I'm saying? What, like, uh, what flavor box. are we going to see? What kind of, what kind of flavor are we going to see from the Brian's, Brian's bread mixes? You're going to see Brian's bagels. You're going to see Brian's biscuits. You're going to see Brian's, uh, birote. But, but the, okay. But cake mix, what kind of, what kind of flavor can, can we predict will come first? Cake man, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I have to say maybe, um, Carrot cake, because that's my favorite kind of cake. And Ooh. are there even carrot cake mixes? Just that carrots. <laughs> are there even carrot cake? That box sounds like mixes? an astronaut thing. I don't think Why? so. But that kind of sounds of, amazing. Of the fact actually. that you need real carrots. But do you? I'm sure you don't <laughs> need real carrots. Well, okay. I've made a carrot cake before. I'm pretty sure I had to grate a bunch of real carrots. Yeah. So I don't. I think that's the only way. Unless you get dehydrated carrot yeah. powder. Is that a thing? This is. This sounds like a challenge. You can dehydrate yeah. anything. Anything can be dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> and it got to have raisins. Carrot cake has to have raisins. Just whoa, FYI. Whoa, whoa. This is yeah. a All right. separate Brian podcast. <laughs> Rachel, what, what about you on the on the convenience food tip? Or do you have a, is there a Rachel Kong cake mix flavor we can look forward to? A uh, dump cake cake mix. <laughs> Just dump cake. Just a picture of Rachel squatting on the <laughs> I'm actually, I'm with, I'm with Brian. I feel like, you know, I grew up on boxed cake mix and I have a real soft spot for Lipton onion mix. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my mom would put that over salmon and like put in the toaster oven. Over salmon in the toaster? What? Wow. It's delicious. Oh, you should try that. That sounds so, spectacular. I don't like it as a dip. I like it as like that you know, the extra something in um, a dish. Like, I just like the sort of, like Brian is saying, this like really concentrated, desiccated flavor. Yeah. I also like, you know, better than bouillon and like um, instant Ooh. noodles, of course, have that. Like, I like making the broth like more concentrated than is called yeah. for, you know, yeah. just that like salty, like MSG flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Lipton cake mix, Lipton cake mix, Lipton, Lipton, Lipton cake mix, Lipton French onion soup mix is amazing. And I never thought, I've never heard anybody like putting it on salmon or anything, but like, you know, if you can dehydrate an onion, you can dehydrate a fucking carrot. Like, you yeah. know, it's all the same thing, <laughs> but, but nobody, I don't know anybody who uses Lipton soup mix for soup though. Like that's not no, uh, my girlfriend. Does. Oh, She's no. sitting right there. Hey, what do you use the Lipton chicken soup? 
use a Lipton chicken soup. Yo, she grew up on this Lipton chicken soup packet. <laughs> oh. Anytime she's like, need some comfort, she makes it for soup. Put it and she, and, on oh my God. It, it okay. smells good. I, I actually never taste it because I'm, I'm a little suspect, but um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, she eats it all the time. And cream of celery soup. Cream Whoa, of celery. That's Things a deep are wild cut. over there, that's man. A, yeah, that's deep stuff right there. Man. A lot of people know. She's, she's on a different You got to find that on eBay game. or something, man. You yeah. oh find that yeah. uh, You know what? We found it at Walmart. I, it was like a rare thing. I, I bought the whole case. Probably I bought on sale. Two, yeah, I bought two cases of cream of celery because it's rare. It's true. So, I mean, I've literally never heard of it. It's yeah. like extremely rare. I'm not putting you on blast. I'm telling them how it is. She's like, she's like why are you putting me on blast like that? I'm saying, I'm saying we're talking about the pre-made mixes. It brings comfort to the soul. I mean, this is a fact. I agree. Yeah. I, I was so, so I think that Japanese curry blocks, unbelievable. Mm. Like I actually would never bother making my own curry from scratch. We talked. We talked about Bisquick. We we like Bisquick. Right. It's got lots Man, of uses. Come on now, you know we love Bisquick. <laughs> you you know we love Bisquick, but we ain't got. That's a whole. That literally was a separate podcast. So, <laughs> oh look, it, there is a Duncan Hines carrot cake mix. Oh fuck, there is one, and I want to see the ingredients list. <laughs> no carrots, just no like carrots, just, <laughs> just orange. It says, uh, carrot flavor. Sugar, bleach, wheat, fl- bleach flour, of course. I mean, come on now. How are you going to put bleach flour? Dehydrated carrots. There you I'm go. I'm telling see? you, that's the name of the game. <laughs> that's the name. I don't see any raisins, though, so I gotta, I'm going to have to give this a thumbs down. But Well, that's a thing you can add in because they're already, uh, Yes, of course, you know? of course, of course. Why would you have raisins sitting in bleached flour? That don't add an like egg. Good idea. Just put in the... <laughs> But that's what, yeah, that's what gives yo, the cosmics. Yo, yo, it costs a dollar. <laughs> it costs a, do- a dollar 25 and that's with the delivery fee. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that cannot be making money for anybody. That cannot be Yeah, my bad. cake mix was, it was amazing. Like a dollar 20, 25 or something. But adding wow. your own raisins, that's what makes little Jimmy feel loved, you know, yeah. for his wow. little birthday. Unbelievable. 18% sodium in this carrot cake. Unbelievable. 18% of most people's sodium intake. It's like one, one and a half percent of my daily sodium intake. It's fine. Why is there so much sodium in there, though? That's crazy. I've got to close out this Duncan Hines carrot cake because it's driving me crazy. <laughs> so I assume. OK, so here, here's the question, then. I assume, Brian, you have not used a cake mix for a while. Yes, that's correct. But again, just to clarify, it's not because I'm opposed to them. It's just not something that it's just not what you do. Just, you do you do something else. Yeah, yeah understood. I, now slice and bake cookies. I do make cookies from scratch quite often, but every now and then, the, having the Toll House, you know, slice and bake, boom, boom, bing, bang, and it tastes just like a cookie. <laughs> that any, like, no, it's a chocolate chip cookie. It's not a scientific equation that only a few people in the world can figure out. It's a cookie. It's a sugar with chocolate. So, yeah, it tastes like a cookie. It's I good. don't know if you have a, a name for your burgeoning line of ready-made mixes, but boom, boom, bang, bang is pretty good. <laughs> boom, 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 bang. <laughs> Brian's, boom, Brian's boom, boom box. <laughs> uh, Rachel, when was the last time you made a cake from the box? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's also been a long time. I think... I also don't bake a lot of cakes, but when I do, it's usually for, you know, someone's birthday and I'll do that from scratch. I feel like that's part of the whole effort, you know, mm-hmm. but I I definitely did a lot of the boxed mixes as a kid and 
like have very fond memories of, yeah, exactly what Brian's saying, like getting the mix, getting the frosting, getting the sprinkles right next to it, actually, those little sprinkles that are shaped like flowers. I really loved. Mm -hmm. And then like baking the mix as like cupcakes and watching like Nickelodeon. And that was just like the best, the best thing ever. (laughs) Wow. What a throwback. So I do like Brian, I love, like I took took the package out of the box and like it smelled amazing like it smelled it really like childhood did. yeah it really did although like was your yellow cake mix actually yellow it had little specks of food color like dye in it mine was what? white like just white i, I don't know Interesting. The eggs were add yellow i don't know what was going mine on. was like a pale yellow with like little orange specks that i think like when they get wet they become the yellow oh uh, okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's some kind of chemical thing happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh what God. really is yellow cake? I mean, the, the recipe called for yellow cake. Like, what is ye- like yellow cake? It's just yeah. like... What makes it yellow? Dye. This is so philosophical. You already have bleached flour. Let's add some food yeah. dye to it just yeah. to call it yellow. I mean, I don't... I'm sure originally it was like or based egg. on like an eggy cake, right? Or more egg... egg. I mean, for sure the egg yolk will contribute to the color, but... You <laughs> said add a sponge to it? <laughs> No man, I've been watching too much Great British. We might as well have added a sponge to this. To this <laughs> Add some right, carrots. Right, don't, don't spoil. Don't spoil the ending here. So, <laughs> so you know, it sounds like Rachel and Brian used to use cake mixes. I have not made one of these out of a box in a in a long, long, long time. But some factoids here I have in my prep sheet say that a hundred million people used Betty Crocker cake mix last year, and sixty million people went with Duncan Hines. So there's a lot of people who who bought into the cake mix here. So. Boom, boom, Chris, bang, you're bang. depriving your children of you know what? their childhoods. <laughs> My children are not deprived of sweets. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sugar bribery game in this house is out of control. I don't think you're depriving. I think that you're you've probably enhanced the experience somehow. <laughs> I I I so I, you know I've made. The last time I baked a cake, I baked cakes was for my my daughter's fifth birthday. And I was like, do I make it out of the box? I got to make individual cupcakes mm-hmm. and oh, I got to yeah, make I remember those. 65 of them. Ooh. <laughs> and like for her, all her classmates and whatever parents and all these, these, these things, I had to make 65 cupcakes. And I was like, should I make it out of the, out of the box? And I said, no, I said, I'm going to make it from scratch. And then I hand decorated every single one of them. How, how many mixing, like, how many mixing bowls did you have to use? Yeah. Dude, I had to make this in like nine <laughs> batches. Like it was oh a nightmare. God. It was a nightmare. See, I, I, I say that's the time you do use the box. That, I know. That's the, that's the point is I messed it up. Like I did not <laughs> like the feeling that I was, you know, you're trying to convey the feeling of, of, of love, right? Rachel, the little, little Jimmy wants to, to know that his parents love him because they put the effort into this. The feeling that I was experiencing and exuding while doing this was not love. <laughs> it was no. not anything remotely <laughs> resembling love. So that might be a fallacy. Just resentment. Uh, it was just pure, <laughs> pure resentment when it dump cake resentment. Uh, our, our actual recipe today comes from listener Ashley McRory, uh, who wrote in and said, I think I have a decent submission based on your pod request. About three years ago, I went to a dessert potluck and there was something that seemed cobbler like that I decided to try. Long story short, after many pieces of this thing, I hunted down the person that made it so I could get the recipe. She gave it to me, and I learned what a dump cake was. Anyway, I was never able to make it as good as her, and I barely remember the recipe, but here it goes. So, 
the the recipe here. I mean, before we get in the recipe, let me. I just want to. I want to dissect a little bit about, of of this. And you know, I spoke to Ashley uh, about her her story here. First of all, a dessert potluck. Have either of you been to a dessert potluck? Like desserts only. Desserts only. Desserts only. It's like a a, a cookie swap type of thing. I think that no, exists. I think I think we talked about this briefly in in the potluck thing we did last time, but. Like in in like third grade, there would be kind of the everybody bring a a treat, right. and most of them would be like Hostess zebra cakes and like Twinkies and like whatever. Um, I I I don't know if I can consider that a proper dessert potluck, but that's the closest I've ever. That's pretty sad, actually. That's like a terribly sad dessert pot, <laughs> potluck. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> Ashley said that there were. 500 participants in this dessert potluck. Oh and that's what, God. and that's the thing she remembered. It's okay. So wow. this is, this oh, is my point. shit, Brian. This is my point. So, like, don't you think like, you know, these are her friends, right? Like Ashley, don't you think by selecting, maybe you didn't think this out, but you selected the dump cake, sent it into this nationally televised, internationally televised podcast for us to announce that this was the one that you loved. Like, don't you think some of your friends are a little sad? How yeah. is 500 even possible? I don't you said know. 500? She said 500 people. And there's like dancing and it's like a party. It's a party. Well, five, 500 participants that all brought a She dessert? did not because it was her first, it was her first go around. So she didn't bring a dessert. But I imagine, you know, let's say whatever. Like, let's say 10% of the people brought dessert. Like, that's still 50 desserts you got to yeah. get through here. But like, the thing that's is, crazy. like, how many can you actually eat before you feel... Terrible. Well, she had four pieces of the dump cake. So. <laughs> I know. So maybe she mostly ate dump cake and like one other crappy thing. <laughs> four pieces. Four, four, just cake four scoops. I mean, like I don't. I'm just like trying to envision yeah, this. I think four helpings of this of this uh, for dumpfuls. This like, this, like light dumps. bulb moment. Tasting it and just having to seek out, like having to talk to someone who knew someone who might have seen someone bring it. And Wait, like find yeah. that recipe. Where did I'm this like, come from? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't. I can't imagine a scenario in which I would be asked, invited to a dessert potluck. I'm not. I'm not known for my desserts. Would either of you, if you were going to a 500 person dessert potluck, and you wanted to be remembered in this way by an, an Ashley type who's going to be like that was the best? Do you have a go to? Do you have a go to potlucky dessert? I, I have an idea just because I'm writing this book and this is an, a recipe in it, but I would bring brigadeiros, which is like a Brazilian chocolate ball. Ooh. Super simple, fudgy, chocolatey, um, quick. You know, you can make the big in batch. And who doesn't want to pop a piece of chocolate in their mouth? Boom, boom, move on. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, bang, bang. <laughs> bing, bang, bing, boom, bang, boom. Bing, bang, Brigadeiros. Bing, bang, boom, boom. <laughs> Alliteration. Brian, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Brian just dropped some Instagram post tomorrow that's just like debuting boom, boom, bang, bang, and I've just been played this whole time. And well, he, they're he, boom, he, boom, bang, bang, balls. Boom, <laughs> boom, bang, bang, brigadeiro balls. Dude, balls, balls. <laughs> Oh my god, it would be so good. Yeah, yeah, but look them up, man. Brigadeiros. I'm trying to, man. I'm, I'm gonna get roasted by the the, port, the Brazilian speakers. I'm, you know, I'm, I, 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 it's like if I just said tortillas. Like I apologize. Like I, I didn't, I didn't give it the oomph. You know, it's. I, I think that you're. I think you're safe relative to the way I pronounce things. Uh, all right. So Ashley, we, we've we've talked around this recipe enough. I had never made a dump cake. I'd never heard of a dump cake. I think it's like right up there with head cheese as one of the least appetizing names for a food. Uh, 
But here's here's what you do. You I'll read what her instructions were. Take a basic nine by thirteen cake pan and dump a bag of frozen mixed berries on the bottom. Mix in about two tablespoons of cornstarch. Dump dry yellow cake mix and top with slices of cold butter spread out across the top. You then bake it at 350 degrees for about 45 minutes. Seems like a no frills Dave Chang would be into. If you could figure this out, I'd be so grateful. I'm really excited to have this in my bag as a last minute need to bring something to something dish. So that's a that's a dump cake. Before we get into how, how this went for everybody, she uh, gave me a little insight before before. We, we got on with you guys today. She first I asked, like, what was it about this cake that didn't work out the way that she had been expecting to or hoping to? She had been chasing the dragon of this potluck dump cake for so long. And she said, I assumed there was something to do with the topping with, <laughs> with this crazy idea of just dumping cake mix. But she said that her fruit was messed up. And it sounds like it was too watery. And and can we help her with why her her filling was not more pie or cobbler like? So that's that's something to think about going into this. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. I mean, let's get into it then. Let's let's just let's get into into the experiences here. Uh, either one of you want to talk about your experience with this recipe first? I feel like Brian has so much to say. Come on, Brian. I have just, a lot to say. Let's hear about it. I want to say first that uh, you know there's only four ingredients, and I forgot one. 
Which <laughs> <cake> one? Mix. <laughs> the cornstarch. I just forgot to put Ooh. in the cornstarch. And I, I feel like you might have had soupy, soupy mm. fruit no, too. No, actually, though. it was fine because should I just get into it before Brian? Yeah, go for Sorry. it. Do it. Okay. Okay. Do it. Yeah. So I totally forgot the cornstarch. I actually added like salt and sugar to my fruit because I was like, I don't know how like, sour these berries are going to be. My combo was like, like blueberries, I think strawberries and cherries. So Ooh. I think the cherries like did something cool because it wasn't actually soupy. It was like pretty cobbler-esque and like it mm. did like the cobbler type thing, even in the absence of cornstarch. Um, there were no measurements, obviously, for any of this. So I like didn't know how fruity it was supposed to be. I just like went with my desires and like put in the whole like two pound bag of fruit i'd be curious <laughs> to know how much you guys put mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. but that seemed like a larger than called for bag and i just like dumped that all in i put on some salt and sugar dumped the cake in did the butter it said slices right and it also didn't say how much butter so i just like sliced enough butter to like <laughs> cover it basically in like mm-hmm. a sort of american flag kind of quilt thing mm-hmm. and that was two <laughs> sticks uh-huh. So two sticks of butter, put it in the oven, watched it really nervously because it didn't seem like the flour was doing anything. It was just sitting on top and mm-hmm. like not descending at all. So <laughs> I took it out. Into a cake. Yeah. I took it out kind of halfway in the cooking and I like pushed all the flour down with a spoon. And then I put it back in the oven. Like into the juices of the, into the, the juices. emerging juices. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the so middle sh- of in the middle of the bake. Yeah, in the middle of the bake. Because I was like, this is not going to work out. This is going to be terrible. It's going to be like flour on top of some... That's a good idea. ...some fruit. So I I pushed it down as much as I could. And then at the end, I took it out. And it was still kind of like there were still patches of flour. I was like, this is true to the recipe. I'm going to leave the patches of flour. But I decided I would broil it to get it like really (laughs) brown on top. Oh, my God. (laughs) You went after Uh, it. So I did that. You broiled a cake. (laughs) I broiled it so it looked like lasagna, but I don't know. I feel like that worked out. So I took it out and I tasted it. And I mean, it tasted like yellow cake mix. You know, I felt actually pretty good about it when it came out because it was like I, I just had very low expectations, I think. And my expectations like were surpassed in that like it tasted pretty good definitely like yellow cake the fruit i think sat pretty nicely for some reason maybe it was the cherries or something it like was like that nice cobbler consistency um there were definitely these flowery patches and i ate them all first actually because i'm masochistic and i thought like (laughs) if i eat them all then i don't have to eat them later (laughs) um so those are terrible of course but i felt like pretty good about it it was only like an hour later i felt just bad in my body and how, how much <laughs> how, did you have four servings did you have an ashley mcrory size i didn't even have four ser- i had like maybe like you know it, and also this was before dinner so it kind of messed up my enjoyment of dinner but um yeah i had like maybe like two i don't know what's a serving just, what was it what's your serving size it was like two, maybe the size of like two playing card decks what <laughs> You ate two big brownie sized uh, I was servings I kept because I kept trying to like understand like how I felt about it. And I was like, well, I feel positively in the way that like Brian that you're talking about. Like I love yellow cake and I love like that sort of yeah. like there's something nostalgic about the, like chemical tang of like the flavors yeah. and stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. So maybe I like it. But then 
but then later I I did not like it. And I have not gone back for much more, to be honest. <laughs> Oof. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You okay. Broiled right, Brian. It. Let's hear you, let's hear you broiled and mashed your <laughs> no. I broiled and cake. mashed it. It wasn't totally a dump cake. It was a broil and mash cake. It's quite impressive that you mashed your cake and broiled it and ate two playing card sized <laughs> servings of it. So clearly you've got some kind of fetish for the dump cake or something. Yeah, also, like, let me eat like, all the flowery sections <laughs> off so I don't have to eat them later. Like, uh, you didn't have to eat them ever, Rachel. <laughs> this, listen, this, um, so when I got, when I was looking through cake recipes for us to, to do, this was the most interesting thing easily. Um, you know, the other ones were just like, uh, use the cake mix and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, so just, so just a cake, like a cake, like a, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Part of me, I mean, I kind of, re- <laughs> I kind of regret it because I feel like it'd be better off if you took the yellow cake mix, baked it as instructed on the box and took the frozen fruit with the starch and just, you know, put it on the, in a saucepan and made like a little glaze and then just top the cake with that. That would, that would have been a much more enjoyable version of this, but mm. you know, like <laughs> I, I, I didn't take too kindly to, to what occurred after this <laughs> came out of the oven. Um, did you go, did you just straight dump, did you dump it according to directions? Yes, I did. Look, so my cake, I used kind of a deep cake pan. Uh, so I'd use a round one. I don't even know the measurements, but oh. it was pretty deep. And the strawberries in my mixed berry uh, bag were, were were big. I mean, my mm-hmm. strawberries were like, my strawberries were almost as big as, as tall as the cake pan. Which, <laughs> oh which kind God, of... What? <laughs> what kind of strawberries are I, these? I went, to, I went to trade fair. You know what I mean? You know, I went to trade <laughs> fair here in Queens. Like, you know, you know, who knows where they're getting these frozen fruit from. I don't know what they do. My bad trade fair. <laughs> I didn't mean, I mean, mean to play y'all like that. That was kind of wrong. <laughs> but uh, I didn't mean to throw y'all like that. You know, I go to every day. But, uh, but the strawberries were big. So... When I when I dumped the dump, it's crazy just using that. When I dumped the berries into the pan, they made a pretty tall layer. So when I put the cake mix in, I could I could see the fruit. Like I, I was so that's oh. when I was like, okay, this might not be so bad because when they bake, they're you know all the moisture from a they're frozen, so there's like a little bit of ice that's gonna melt and the fruit's interior moisture will come out. I was like, this might actually turn out to be nice and moist. And then I put a lot of butter on top, probably more than, I don't know, maybe two sticks, maybe more. I mean, I put a ton of butter on top because I was so, (laughs) so afraid of it being dry. Yeah. And I baked it. I baked it for 40 minutes as instructed. So I did everything as instructed. I didn't add salt or, I didn't, I didn't do anything different. I actually, I actually thought about doing two versions of it where I, make the cake mix as instructed and and pour it on and put butter on top and the dry one just oh. to compare it. But I was like, what's the point? Uh, I don't have time. <laughs> so I baked it for 40 minutes. It was very, very uh, jiggly in the middle. So I, I left it in. I, I'm not gonna lie. I left it in for like another 20 minutes. I baked it for like an hour. I mean, I think I put too much butter in it. Uh, and then I had this this genius idea to invert it because I was like, how am I supposed to eat this? It's, it seemed like a, like a porridge, you know, it was like, this it was like, very a, Dave Chang. Yeah. it was like yeah. an oatmeal. <laughs> well, you, you turn it into an upside no, down I cake? followed everything. I followed everything. to the <laughs> uh, I, I had too much butter probably. So I put a plate on it. I mean, it was like, it was kind of stiff, like but like jiggly in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was like a cheesecake that was a little underdone or something like that. Yeah. Tart to town. You know what I'm saying? So I, I inverted it onto a plate. And, and when I when I lifted it up, it was an absolute tragedy. I mean, oh just, no, it just was just liquid like running everywhere. It, no, it wasn't liquid running everywhere. It was more like um, it was like oatmeal. 
It was like what? it's like I just made oatmeal with be- frozen oh, berries. No. Oh, that God. guy. It was so so. Like I took I took a bite of this, and I think I said in my video I would never I would never do this again. No. It just it didn't taste it didn't taste like anything to me. It didn't taste like it was worth this whole like like I didn't I didn't feel like there was anything to discover here. I was just mm-hmm. like, why not just make the cake mix and then put the fruit on after? I mm-hmm. I didn't understand wow. why or how. This could have been like, oh man, I need to seek out who like. I also think maybe Ashley got hoodwinked by the person that said the recipe because you know maybe that was not the way to make it because <laughs> that wouldn't have me going back for seconds or thirds. Well, I don't know what Rachel did eating eating so much of it, but was yours I don't sliceable see it. at all? I mean, it sounds like yours was not. There was no separation between like crust and fruit. It was oh, just no. one. No, okay. no. I think I think sure I might have added too much butter and it was a little bit like. It was mushy, but it just, it just tasted like like what was the point of doing that? That's how mm-hmm. I felt. I feel like I've, we made very different things. I, Chris, what did you do? <laughs> like, what was yours like? Because mine was definitely more like a cobbler than like mine was cobbler esque for sure. I, I was like oatmeal. I don't know. I like <laughs> it did not look like an oatmeal for sure. It was did not oatmeal. Look like an oatmeal. I mean, mine was. So I assumed that what Ashley's problem was before before I knew that her problem was runny fruit. I thought her problem was gonna be like getting this this top to be more cobbler-esque and, and I'm just looking at this recipe. I was just like, how is this going to be like a cobbler? How is like a bunch of dry flour on top of frozen berries with some like shingles of butter going to turn into a cobbler? And so like, you know, I, I, I just overcomplicate, I, I complicated it a little bit. Cause I was like, let me try some things. This is like, this will be too easy to just throw it in here and see what happens. Like, Did let me see if I can them mess together? around. Did you cut the butter I cut them into together. the mix? Yes. So I, I was I, wondering I, about that. I oh cut my God. I'm so into, I didn't have a food processor or anything. I did this all by hand. I just like cubed a bunch of butter, probably two sticks. And I just artisan went by Chris. hand and yeah. I just fucking <laughs> artisan Chris did over here. <laughs> I was so curious about that. Bing I wanted bing to do young. that. I, I just like went in there and like I turned it, you know, you know, you do like the, the, the cobbler process basically, right? You turn all of this into a, kind of a loose sandy crumble with like some chunks in it. And then like Rachel said, I also was like a bag of fruit in a pan is like not going to turn into anything. <laughs> so I added sugar or whatever I had agave or something. I added salt. And then I definitely added more than two tablespoons of cornstarch. Like (laughs) I added two and a half or three. And I had the same thing where I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm watching. I'm like, nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. Like this is not, nothing is happening with this cake. Maybe around the edge is a little bit. Like it was starting to turn slightly cakey. At one point I was serious. I like stopped and I was like, I misread this. Like you're supposed to make a cake mix and put it on top, right? There's no way this is correct. And no, I, I I read it. I had somebody else interpret it. Dry cake mix on top. Like no. I was not a reading comprehension failure. Like I understood yeah. what she said. And I baked it forever. And like Rachel, I, I didn't broil it, but I was like, this is not turning any color. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is happening white. here. It's just white powder. Uh, and Brian, I did not invert mine. I baked mine for probably as long as you said, like an hour plus. I mean, honestly, maybe I think maybe I liked this the most out of all three of us because I like looking at it. I was like, "What? Oh, it's like it's bubbling. It's lo- like from yeah. the from my oven perspective, I was like, oh, it's like bubbling like a cobbler. It's starting to look like a little something after an hour. I had to go and do stuff. So I was like not waiting for this thing to turn brown after an hour. So I pulled it out. It was just like nuclear hot. I put a spoon straight in there. The filling 
was like so even like ripping hot it was so hilariously over congealed it was so it was just like <laughs> cherry pie. it was just yeah. like yeah it was cherry yeah. pie filling out of the can it was like cranberry sauce out of the can it was like real dense and the top was not cobblery it was like oh. crunchy enough it was crunchy yeah it was like I just don't think you're going to get the crumble effect, like a, a proper like crumble this way. It was like, I don't know. It was like very stony. Like I ate like a bunch of it hot. I didn't touch That's it after good, that. It was like yeah. super stony. But like you look at it the next day and you're like, I can't believe I no. ate that. Like, oh my no. God. Why did I put you know, that? You know, what, you know what this is? This is, it's a waste of a box of yellow cake mix, but <laughs> it's why, why, why do you have a hack of a hack? Like, Cake mix boxes are already a hack. To it's make already a cake. hack. It's, it's already, already a hack. hack. It's already it's already a, right. a like condensed process. So like wh- I just it doesn't. But no, it just it, it does save <laughs> dishes. Like I only did the one pan, right? I I do resent that the most about making a cake is like all the mixing bowls and stuff. And I don't have a KitchenAid. You know, it's always like to mix all these things. You have to like wash the beaters and all of this stuff. So I appreciate it. I mean, you could, like, you could do it like the, the emergency. You could just pour water in yeah. the bag of cake mix and then That's dump true. it into and your... That's true. And then add the saliva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And add the no, saliva. For sure. But I think like the sort of appeal, or I don't know, the appeal in theory is that like it's not just a cake, like it should have like other textures, right? It sounds like Chris got that a little bit and I got that a little bit, which was nice. And that was kind of why I kept going back for more mm-hmm, bites mm-hmm. was that like you kind of wanted like to make the perfect bite with like the fruit and then like the actually crunchy parts. And probably because it was inverted, there were not a lot of crunchy parts. I don't think you got crunchy the, the inversion, yeah. the inversion and 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 uh, excess of butter may or may not have been a mistake. But I, I, you know, you're, we're out here. You guys are out here talking about like the perfect bite. Like you're at like a Michelin star restaurant. It's like what what perfect bite? Like what? You don't make you're gaslighting me. Like don't make me feel like I'm missing out on something. You're talking a about a dry, lumpy. You had lumps of flour that you ate. Like how are you? Like no, there are mine. only like. Three Three or so lumps. And it was like, you know, I think it was really like definitely like my low expectations. You know, I was like, whatever, this seems crazy to me and it's not going to turn out well. And then it turned out like better than I thought. And that with like, oh, yellow cake. Haven't had that in a long time. (laughs) And and you you still haven't. Does anyone think that Ashley might have just had a cobbler? Let me at least show you mine and you tell me if yours resembled this at all. Like, this is what mine looked like. Oh, mine was great. pretty cobblery. And that looks nice, bro. Like, that looks great. <laughs> it looks good, dude. That's what I'm saying. What does yours resemble? Did your oatmeal look like this? You, so you didn't use a cake pan, you used a, like a casserole dish. I didn't have anything else. I just had this, this big brazier dish. What kind of uh, pan did you use, Rachel? I think it wasn't quite 9 by 13. It might have been like 8 by 12 or something. Do they even make that? It seemed slightly smaller than 9 by 13, but it was mm-hmm. what was called it was like for. shallow, like that, right? That shallow baking dish, yeah. yeah. All right, this is what mine looked like. Oh, oh why did yours got so cake. cakey, though? But that's inverted. It, I, so I, inver- it I inverted cool. it. It does look, it looks, it looks fine. I, 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 after the inversion failed, <laughs> I scraped. Gourmet. I, I scraped all the, I, yeah, you can see my beauty shot. Y'all gonna be like, oh, snap. No, I'm fine. Um, I scraped all the bottom of the pan and just, and just like shoved it on top. 
you sh- you got the cakiest parts of it together yeah. and put it on there. I, I got the okay. cakiest parts of it together, but it, it just uh, also the, again the frozen fruit I got maybe they were big. You know the strawberries yeah. were like this big. The the blackberries <laughs> were like that big. So maybe maybe that layer of of big frozen fruit was like way too much moisture than was yep. needed, but. I, no, I just I don't subscribe to it. yours. I mean, but yours looks. You look like you got a baking blog, Chris, and you and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying. Like you're styling yeah. some new cobbler uh, recipe or something. Maybe maybe, <laughs> like, I, maybe I just read while, while you're talking. Cobblers. Maybe I just registered. Bing 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 bing. Chris's cobbler. Chris's cobbler. Chris's cobbler. cobbler. dot com. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so crusty Chris's cobblers. Crusty Chris's cobbler. Crusty Chris's is like my seafood shack on like a harbor. Yeah. Uh, you have like an interesting point overall, though, Brian, because I think like whether or not you achieved it, there's some like sort of like dream that the dump cake, like some like alchemical yes. reaction happens, yeah. right? Like I can just like, look at this, just using two simple things. Like I dump this and I dump this and it turns into something else. Like there's some kind of magic appeal there, but there is. that's also like, to your point, the appeal of a box cake mix. Like <laughs> yeah. I just dump this in here and exactly. I dump this in here and it becomes But cake. I will say it wasn't dry. I mean, it was far <laughs> from dry. It was far from dry. Yeah. I thought it was going to be bone. I was just like, this is just going to be dry. This makes no sense. It wasn't yeah. dry, you know? It was almost reminiscent of like a like a bread pudding soaked in Ooh. in like a sauce. Like it was just You're like just a, making it sound better and better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, except, except it's not an actual bread pudding. It is yeah. a boxed cake mix that was added dry. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So my but, complaint was kind of like it was just too. It was just very sludgy, and this is probably because I added way too many berries too. But like, yeah, it was just not the right ratio for me. I think too. Like, you're just digging through the sludge for that perfect lots bite, of huh? Sludge, yeah, I was sludging, just just like <laughs> moving, Rachel's, Rachel's shoveling keeps it. Getting, sounding worse, and Brian's keeps sounding better the more you talk about. But it. my question is like, I don't understand. Like Brian, right? Like I expected the moisture to like penetrate the cake, and for the for the cake mix to actually like suck up the berry juices do you think it did that because it like didn't change color or anything you know it was still like just like a sort of cake mix resting on top mm-hmm. like i thought the cake would turn blue or something yeah. you know like with the berries <laughs> yeah you, you know what i think the, the the real issue is i think it shouldn't be i don't think it you should cover it completely with butter i think i think what chris did makes the most sense i yeah. think if you're gonna add butter on the top it should have been dollops like not like yo i mean because it says cover completely with butter that is a lot of moisture that's a lot of butter that's just gonna seep right down and you know i probably put too much but if it was just like you know four tablespoons of butter kind of just like broken up on top i think we get a much better result but but again i'm judging this like it's you know what i'm saying like (laughs) this is like the most intellectual judgment of a a box cake mix scenario of all time that's what what we're here for i i do wonder i mean like i wonder on the other on the other end like what would have happened if you hadn't just like layered it? What if you just like mixed this all together yeah. and just baked yeah, it? Back? It would be hideous looking, but like mixed it all together and then baked it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be hideous. Yeah. It'd have been hideous. Who's going to do that? Somebody's definitely going to do that. Like somebody like did melting this. the butter. What would melting the butter do? Mm. Melting the butter would be cool. It, it makes it more, yeah. more, um, crumbly maybe. Yeah. Like no, a streusel. Like, so, yeah. 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 Or putting the butter on the bottom first and then the, oh, also I didn't. <laughs> I didn't grease my sheet pan. No, uh, I didn't either. My no cake way. pan, and I think that's why my inversion failed. But what if the that's butter was on the bottom, then the fruit, oh, then the cake mix? But then no, it's definitely going to be dry. But then I think you're. Gonna, I think that's yeah. a monstrosity. I don't, I don't know. Mine was way too moist, so it's like, how, how oh could my you? Gosh. How, 
It's bragging. It's so moist. So, so what do you think? Like, if I want to eat cake, okay, first of all, okay, let me just say, Chris, let me just say, it's like, I'm trying to eat cake, you know, but like, I'm trying to eat cake. I'm buying a cake mix. I don't want, I what if I don't want cake. cobbler? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I don't want oatmeal? Okay, okay, okay. You but, know, it's like. But Brian, then it sounds like you should have picked the recipe that had the, right. you know, that you were saying you were avoiding because it nah, sounded too basic. Nah, because then we would have just ate cake. And like I said, I don't really No, I'm saying we would have just ate cake and it'd be like, hey, that cake was great. Like, what did you like about the cake? Oh, well, it tasted like a decent cake. This I is did. more like <laughs> this is more of a train wreck. This is more of a train wreck. So it's like better. You're to thinking talk about, about content. You're thinking about content. I mean, I think right, Rachel's right. also bringing this up because we should. It should be said here that one of the submissions comes from somebody near and dear. To Rachel Kong, oh, mm-hmm. and was rejected by Brian Ford. It's okay. No, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't rejection. It wasn't rejection. It was more about time commitment. And let's all agree, the dumb cake was one of the best recipes <laughs> of recipe club of all time. I mean, no that argument. was like, you know, it took like ten minutes. Well, besides no the bake whatsoever. Time. But, <laughs> but Rachel, you did, you did, sub, you brought a recipe as well, or a, a listener. Well, I didn't submit it. It was my mother-in-law, Amity Horowitz, who submitted a recipe from. Her mother-in-law, Shirley Horowitz, which was a recipe for chocolate cake that involved like a chocolate box cake and you mix in like a packet of fudge along with whatever else, um, like the basic cake things. I think I've had it like once before, but I encouraged Amity to submit it because she was nervous about submitting it. And I said, go for it. Oh, now you're making me feel bad. And that, and she was cruelly rejected, but it's totally fine why, because why <laughs> why are you calling me like that? Why are you calling me? I'm gonna it submit Chris, re- Chris I'm gonna submit recipes. Up. I'm gonna submit recipes to every single one of your episode. Yeah, please. And every do. time you reject me, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure on air I let you know that you rejected me <laughs> or my family members or friends. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm coming for you, Rachel. <laughs> you just blasted me. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I should also mention. That when I spoke when I spoke to Ashley, just to make everybody feel bad about dumping on the dump cake, she had to she had to she's an accountant who had to get special permission from her boss to take time during this busy tax season to come oh, and talk no. to me for a few minutes. Oh, no. That's an Ashley. I used to be a tax accountant. I used to be a, a CPA. So I, you know, sorry that I I just did not like <laughs> the dump cake, cake, but I I appreciate your efforts. No, I know no, no. how hard this that the, can be. This is the real thing we have to help Ashley with because. I think Ashley is resilient. She knew what she was getting into sending us a dump cake. But she told me that her boss teased her a little bit about wanting to be on a recipe club. Whoa. What? Gave her a little gave her a little grief about wanting Wait. to come and do this with us. Like, For I don't reason? think that's cool. She was like, huh, of course you want to be on a silly recipe podcast <laughs> about wow. getting recipes, wow. right? Ashley, be proud. Be proud to be part of the club here. Who is this boss so we can go egg their house with the eggs we didn't yeah. use in this recipe? Let's, let's go to the state board and revoke their CPA licenses. <laughs> Brian, Brian knows some people. He's fucking Do we know some man. people in the IRS who can come after him? Yeah, man. In Ogden, Utah or something like that. <laughs> let's go to work, Ashley. We got your back. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is, again, this season, the uh, the way we're trying to figure this out here. To, to reintegrate and we're going to continue to come up with, with new ways to make this competitive. But overall, we are asking everybody to cook these recipes along with us. And then at the end of the season, they, the listeners will vote on what their favorite recipe was from recipe oh. club. Brian, ordinarily, this is the point where I'd say like, encourage your, your fans to make this recipe and pick yours as the one that will win. But I think you've already made your, your case. You've got plenty more opportunities. 
Uh, <laughs> well, Brian's proposing an alternate recipe, right? Bake the cake, do the berries separately. I, I mean, listen, I, I, just if you're going to make a box cake mix, just make it like it's on the back of the box. That's my alt yeah. recipe. If you're going to uh, make you a know. box cake mix, make sure it's boom, boom, bang, bang, Brandon. Make sure it's boom, yeah, boom, yeah, bang, yeah. bang. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, as they or used to say. Crusty Chris's Cobblers.com. <laughs> yeah, you better have a new a new food blog in the business <laughs> with that picture. You seen that picture? That beauty shot with the casserole dish. It's, I mean, listen. With the nice lit, that little fake background, what can I say? like nice white countertop. Yeah, the apron on when you made that, huh? <laughs> uh, the the at the end of the season, whoever. <laughs> Whoever's recipe comes out on top, which which you will vote on, listeners, is going to win some form of prize. We're we're coming up with some amazing prize Wait, for whoever that, submits so, the best hold recipe. Hold on a second was that was that information made? Did I know that? Was no, I just made, we're just learning made it up this. Like, we made it up like three days ago. I wouldn't pick no dumb cake if I knew <laughs> that the thing I had know, to be dope. This is not fair. They're changing that, the terms is, of the that rules. Is like absolutely ass. highway. Right? <laughs> this, right? Yeah, I'm once when the grass is cut. Like I said, the, the snakes will show. I'm telling you, uh, right the now. snakes are the snakes are all around you, my friend. <laughs> You don't need to, you don't need to yeah. cut the Brian, grass to find them. Listen, Brian is surrounded by foliage right now. <laughs> Beautiful foliage, like a snake. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, slit, I'm definitely slithering. So, you know? <laughs> uh, next, next week, we have a special holiday episode with uh, our guest, Gustavo Ariano. Um, it's a, it is not, <laughs> the recipe Gustavo bought is not a two-step dump cake. It is many, many, it's a, it contains multitudes. Of steps, uh, Brian Think Chang is doing this. Chang is, <laughs> Chang is gonna yeah, do sure this one. Uh, Brian, you'll be back for your next featured episode in about a month. Do you want to uh review what you have left to choose from? You have quesadillas, King's Hawaiian rolls, frozen pie crust, oxtails, and plant based meat. What do you what do you want to do next? What do you put out a put out a call to the listeners to submit some recipes? I think King's Hawaiian rolls has to be next. And I'm like I said, I would love it for a recipe, making them from scratch, imitating them. <laughs> that and we about to get down. Not, not, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we ain't gonna buy King's Hawaiian rolls and make a sandwich with it. We're gonna make them ourselves and see if it compares to the real King's Hawaiian roll. That's what I wanna see. Who got that recipe? Holla at your boy. I've already I already it. know what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna be like, I'm just out here trying to eat King's Hawaiian rolls, man. I'm trying to make my own. <laughs> Make them. I want. I want to make them. I want to make them with sourdough, poolish, all that. Just, just load us up. Make make them make a sourdough starter. I want this to be the most complicated episode in the history of recipe club. That's <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He's a monster. Uh, the next time we hear from Rachel Kong will be in uh, two weeks with a meatloaf episode. We've already got our recipe picked and, and ready, and I've already made mine. Um, oh. You know, I'm just. Oh, uh, she her. Just, Damn. Yo, Chris out here with a cooking blog too. Like, listen, when you got to run, when you got a media company and a cooking blog, you really got to get your shit together. <laughs> you, can't, you can't fly by the seat of your pants anymore. Uh, send in your homemade King's Hawaiian roll recipes to um, <laughs> spam at Major Media. No. Maybe the, we should ask the company to send the recipe. This is you a know? good idea. You're, King's I mean, Hawaiian. To send their official recipe. That, well, that would be proprietary. I mean, there's no way they're just about to start spitting out because them things is good, huh? If, if, you start, if you can start making King's Hawaiian roll, why would they tell us how to make them? How to make them? Maybe they. You, you I mean, you say, might like, be right. You might leave be right. out one ingredient. You know, yeah. it's the way like nobody, no two people really can make the same recipe. So they're like, I mean, we proved that today. 
<laughs> we sure did. <laughs> we sure fucking did. I'll check King's Wine website. Maybe they have some kind of recipe on there. They're they're a, a, a Asian American owned family business. Like we we can appeal <gasps> we to have their to hearts. Email them representation. All right, we'll write to Kings Hawaiian. They, they seem like sweet people. Uh, <laughs> send those recipes into the fixer at majordomomedia.com. Don't forget to sign up for our YouTube channel where you're going to see Brian's oatmeal slash bread pudding, <laughs> Rachel's uh, flour bedecked cobbler, and uh, my the, my beginnings of a new food blog. Uh, yeah. Redrumming, I'm coming for your ass. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> thank you all. Give us five stars. We'll talk to you soon.